Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Erin Summers. The second week of OTAs has wrapped up and it gave us another chance to catch up with some of the Saints coaching staff who are taking on new roles this season. Co-defensive coordinator and defensive line coach Ryan Nielsen and defensive assistant Sterling Moore. Nielsen teams up with Chris Richard as co-defensive coordinators this season. Both were teammates back in college playing for the University of Southern California. Nielsen joined the Saints staff in 2017 as the defensive line coach and starts his 20th year of coaching at both the collegiate and pro level this season. Former Saints defensive back Sterling Moore moves into a defensive assistant role after interning with the team last season. Moore played seven years in the NFL as a cornerback, splitting time with the Saints, Bucks, Cowboys, and Patriots. Moore had a career-best 12 starts with the Saints and 13 pass breakups. Let's kick things off with our new D.C., Ryan Nielsen. Coach Nielsen, thank you so much for joining us on the New Orleans Saints podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. How has camp been so far? It's been good. A um, little bit different because we're not in pads, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of teaching going on uh, situationally and also technique. I think the guys are working pretty hard. Uh, weather's been in our favor, so it's been pretty nice out there. And so overall, so far, so good. You're making a little bit of a transition this year as co-defensive coordinator. What is going to be different about your role and, and how you approach things this fall? Well, still, the main focus is still going to be on the defensive line, all right? But there's going to be some added things with Chris and myself on terms of maybe a little bit some game planning or some suggestions or some of the things that uh, we see maybe um, to help Dennis. Um, You know, obviously, there are going to be some things in practice, uh, you know, so he can be the head coach and run the football team, and, you know, we'll we'll help him on, on defense. And so those are a few things, and and I think as we, we're going through this, you know, it's kind of evolving, you know, and the more uh, time that we have together, kind of, and we've had a lot of time together, but in this role, mm-hmm. and that's the difference. And so now he's, you know, and it's, you know, he's going to transition a little bit more into the head coaching role, and so, you know, we're here just to help in the system. You talked about having a lot of time together. You've had a lot of time with Chris, former teammates, yeah. way back in college. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. really cool that you get to team up with him again in a different, in a different aspect. What is going to be neat about that? Well, the, the the thing is, is we're in the same recruiting class, so we went to SC the same. I mean, we showed up the same day, so that I mean, it's pretty unique. Um, and then look, the guys best in the business. I mean, he's, he's a phenomenal football coach. He's a great person. Uh, very easy to work with. I mean, I've known him forever, you know, so we already have a good relationship. Um, so it's, 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 it is every day I come in, it's pretty cool. We'll watch some tape together, talk some football. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. How did your guys coming in together at University of Southern California playing there help you become more prepared for working together at this level? I think what we were doing schematically there was cutting edge. Um, I think it was uh, some of the best things at that time, scheme-wise, and then how they married the fundamentals to the scheme. And so it gave us a good foundation for going forward in this pr- profession. When you're looking ahead to this season, I know there's a lot of time still, more camp, the training camp, and then you know the big one end of July. But what are you looking forward to the most about getting back on the field for a game? Coaching the players. So that's the best thing about what we do. You know, Cam Jordan, David Onyemata, and I can go through the whole list. And, 
you know, everybody at every position. I mean, that's, it's what, why you got into the, to this business and why, what drives you is just, and, and they have success and you're just so happy for them. I think, uh, and we have a great group, mm-hmm. defensive linemen, and, and really in that fact matter, our whole defense. I mean, we've got some great guys and guys that want to practice hard. And, and so that's just contagious. And so you always want to be around that when, when you have cultivated a culture like this. And um, it's fun. Every day you come in, something's new, which is also pretty cool. Uh, but it's been a long time. It's time I'm going to get a little break here, and then mm-hmm. we'll come back and get going. Some of the guys that you're excited about, you, we mentioned before we got on the podcast here, being reunited with Contavia Street on the line, somebody that you coached when he was at NC State. What are you looking forward to about that? Um, well, it's been a few years since we've been together. Mm-hmm. So just getting him back into same terminology, you know, because it's very similar from what when we coached him at NC State. Uh, and then the the techniques are going to be just a little bit different than what he's been doing the last few years. And so just, you know, that, that's why this time is so good is that we get to start working on that now. And, and then, you know, we'll get the little break coming up. And then when he comes back, he'll be further ahead. So, um, but I am excited. Every day I come in and see him, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. How different is the Saints defense going to look under you and Chris? I don't think you're going to see – I think it's going to be the same principles, playing hard, good tackling, emphasis on takeaways. Same thing that you, you've been seeing, stopping the run, getting off the field on third down. I, I think, you know, it's it's worked for us. And so there's no – we'll have a tweak here and a tweak there, but you, it's not going to be some any major changes. We've seen Coach Allen's personality come out on the defensive side of the ball. What kind of personality are you going to bring? Uh, I'm going to be myself. That's first and foremost. Um, and I can be uh, some days very energetic mm-hmm. and keep the guys on their toes. And other days, kind of let them play a little bit more football and kind of get into the game. So that just kind of goes with the camp, you know, and you feel it as, you know, what do we need that day? We need a little bit more energy or are the guys good and let them go play and, and those type of things. So, Which players do you lean on for energy at times? Well, there's Cam. I mean, the guy's got more energy than he knows what to do. It's with, unreal. Right? It's you know, it never <laughs> stops. Uh, you know, David is is becoming a really good leader. David Onyemati is becoming a really good leader. Shy Tuttle's played a lot of football for us now. Um, and then you you're gonna have you know Tano's coming back and Peyton Turner. I mean, so it's not just one guy. It's just I think like we're talking about defensively and, and our, we, this culture has been built on hard work and toughness, you know, and all those intangibles, not, not talent, you know? And so when you, when you have that in your room or in your building, it makes it a lot easier to go to practice because that's the expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's what the guys, they like to go do that. Like our guys like to practice. I'm not going to say every day, but they generally like to go out there and, and play football. We talked a little bit about Street, who's joining on the defensive line, but overall, some of the rookies that are joining the team across the defense. Who are you excited about? Well, I'm not going to say any names yet because I don't want to put any undue pressure on guys. Okay. But uh, I am excited about this class. I think we've got really intelligent players, all of them, mm-hmm. all from top to bottom, first yeah. pick to all the way down. Like we got smart football players, and that's that's really important for the amount of volume that these guys have to learn. 
Um, and then, look, these guys are still kind of feeling their way through, where do I fit in? Where's my place? And, and this. And so you're seeing them, the growth process already, which is interesting in how they maneuver through practice and meetings and interactions with their teammates. So, look, we got a long way to go to, to give us a final verdict on how the class is. But so far, so good. All right. I appreciate the time. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Enjoy the rest of OTAs and sure we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the time from Coach Nielsen. Now let's check in with Sterling Moore. Sterling, welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast. It is great to have you on. How are you doing? Oh, can't complain. Thanks for having me. Of course. You're getting your first taste of OTAs as an official member of the coaching staff. Mm -hmm. How's it been? It's been good. Learning a lot. Um, a lot more responsibility put on my plate, which is which is what I wanted. And, uh, you know, just thankful to the coaches for trusting me to, to have those responsibilities. When you were done playing, you spent your last two years here with the Saints. What was the transition for you from being a player to what was next? Uh, it was it was different, mostly because of COVID. You know, when COVID happened, it was kind of you couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wanted to get into the coaching aspect that year. Um, and I had had some talks with, with Coach Payton at the time, and obviously COVID happened, so that put things on pause. So, um, you know, just watching games at home and kind of breaking things down at home, you know, as if I, I were a coach and uh, getting in that mentality. So you knew you wanted to get into coaching? Not right away. Um, but there was quite a few guys back, back where I live in Dallas that, you know, were asking me, hey, come train. Can you help us out? And that kind of put me in the mindset, okay, well, I can do this someday. So, uh, but not right away, no. Mm-hmm. What changed? Is it an opportunity here? Uh, definitely the opportunity here. Um, being with Coach Payton, he kind of knows me as a player. Mm -hmm. um, but I have a good relationship with him. And, you know, I know there was times where he talked to me like, you know, you have a future in coaching if that's what you want to do. And, um, you know, just kind of took him up on that offer. So you came in as an intern for the summer. Mm -hmm. And then you just never left, basically. Essentially, that's what happened. Look, we went to Dallas, uh, obviously, uh, after training camp, and that happened to be where my house is, so mm -hmm. I just kept showing up, and then kept showing up after after we moved uh, moved back. So, um, yeah, I was supposed to start for just the summer, and it ended up being a full year thing. And you know, those guys wanted me on for the full year, and you know, they talked to Sean and, and Da about that, and you know, they were okay with it. You're a couple years now removed from your seven years playing in the NFL. Mm -hmm. What are some of your best memories from that time? Uh. Probably a lot of locker room stuff, you know, just mm -hmm. having that camaraderie with guys, the Thursday defensive dinners, um, you know, kind of the rookie hazing, just kind of that, that, you know, that environment of, you know, you don't get that outside of, of sports. Um, and especially this sport, football, where there is so much turnover and, you know, it's a guy's careers aren't as long as they are in other sports, you know, so you kind of hold on and relish those moments because you don't know when theirs is going to end. You don't know when yours is going to end. Uh, so, you know, a lot of those locker room and camaraderie moments. Mickey finally got you to come here to play for the Saints. Yes. I think he was asking you for a while. Yes. Why did you decide to, <laughs> to kind of end it here? Um, I knew just the environment, the locker room environment that was here, the team environment. Um, Sean's such a player's coach. You know, I had been places where that necessarily wasn't the case. And, um, you know, there was opportunities to go other places. Uh, but you get to a point in your career where, you know, money isn't necessarily the driving factor anymore. Um, it's opportunity and it's and it's the lifestyle that you're going to have in, in a place. Um, you know, I knew I didn't want to go to a cold place and mm -hmm. you know, obviously play inside here and you have good weather. And uh, so it was more so 
the opportunity and knowing that I was going to play for a coach who was such a, a player's coach and kind of let guys be on their own and not micromanage. Because, um, you know, I've been in places like that, and it's it's a tough thing to do. You had some of your, your best years in the NFL here. Mm-hmm. What clicked? Freedom. Freedom yeah. to be me as a player. Um, I think Aaron Glenn, who was my DB coach here, now he's in Detroit. I think he understood that not every player is the same. And you have to find what works for that player and allow that player to do what works for them. And that's something that I kind of hold on to and, you know, trying to instill in these other guys. It's like, okay, everyone can't play the the same that Marshawn does or the same way that Tyron does. You have to find what works for guys and allow them to do that and and be the best of their ability that way. You're mentioning some things that you learned as a player. What are some other things that you're trying to bring into who you are as a coach? Probably just my film study. Uh, Everyone's athletic and has the ability in the NFL. Um, chances are there's someone faster, bigger, stronger than you are. And, you know, what's going to set you apart? You know, I mean, if, if it's the smallest of details. Uh, and that's kind of the things that I'm harping on right now. Obviously, the technique and that stuff, I'll let, you know, Chris Richard and those guys handle that. But just the, the small attention to detail things that can help you and just put you a step above. And um, whether that's what foot does the receiver have up, that'll tell you a lot. Where's what alignment is the back, you know, that tells you. Like, it's, it's just the smallest of things that's like, well, this is a yard or two off. That's that, mm-hmm. And that's that's big. Details, you know? yeah. And so those things are kind of what I'm bringing right now. Just just the ability to, ha- to be able to relate to them because I am so new, you know, fresh into leaving the game. So I still have that retention of what the game's still like and, and how it feels to be out there. You obviously playing here for two years. The fans probably know you a little bit because of that. Mm-hmm. But what do they need to know about you? as a coach, the personality that you're going to bring to the field? Yeah, I'm, I'm a very mellow guy. I was like that playing as well. I don't get a lot of highs, a lot of lows. Um, but I think that's a good thing because players, there's, there's players who kind of exhaust themselves, you know, mm-hmm. being out there. And I, and I feel like I find myself telling guys to just breathe and calm down and, and, and um, don't exert your energy in a way that it's not beneficial to playing the game. Um, so for me – details and it's like I'm one managing players like energy Mm -hmm. Um, because we have a very energetic group you know obviously with with some of the guys that we have in the secondary and uh, you don't say and at times those guys can uh, you know get a little out of their box you Mm -hmm. know with their energy and sometimes it can be a detriment to to the team or to them and just us winning games so it's kind of real make sure I'm reeling them back in at times. I think that the energy and the passion that they bring to the defensive side of the ball is something that has come down from Coach Allen. It's going to be interesting to see how it kind of you know, permeates the whole team. Are we going to yeah. see a different Saints team this year? I don't know how different it'll be. I think Coach Allen is very – he wants guys to be themselves mm-hmm. you know, the same way as Sean did and wants you to have your own personality and let that personality shine, but let that personality shine within the construct of – you know, obviously not getting flags or doing benefiting anything. the team. Yeah. yeah. And um so keeping keeping it fun and light is something that is a draw to guys to come play here. You know, I know that was for us, you know, we have music and we do we dance in the locker room after games. Like that those things are huge just as a camaraderie standpoint. So I think you're gonna see a lot of the same thing as far as the energy and the vibe, but you know, We'll see. That's the, I think we're all waiting to see what's going to happen with Coach Allen in that yeah. aspect. <laughs> I know we're all really excited for this season. There's been a lot of new additions. It's going to be different, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. For you, when you entered the league, you were undrafted. Mm-hmm. 
what about that and going through that experience has kind of, I don't know, shaped who you are? So a big thing I talk to rookies about when they ask what was the hardest transition, you know, it wasn't that guys were bigger, faster, stronger. It was you were the man in college. Yeah. And you're at the bottom of the totem pole in the NFL. And a lot of guys are drafted. But as an undrafted player, you, you're – even you're used to being, down. You, but you're <laughs> used to being there because you weren't drafted. You don't have that expectation, and I think that's something that you're trying to manage with guys. Is like, hey, I don't. Regardless if you were a first, second round draft pick, at some point you started at the bottom of the depth chart. Now, yes, obviously guys were two eyes higher when mm-hmm. they were a higher draft pick, but what you were in college no longer matters in this league. And that managing that expectation, especially now, I mean, obviously guys got nil deals and they're the everything all world in college. You know, at, to some extent. Uh, trying to manage that for, for the young guys is kind of been something I've been talking to them about. What are you looking forward to most about the season officially starting once we get to the fall? Seeing guys compete. Seeing guys compete. We got a lot of new faces, um, especially in the secondary, um, and a lot of guys who we think can come in and, and elevate our defense. Obviously, our defense has been one of the best in the league the past couple of years, and that's something we want to continue. Um, but at the same time, Guys came from winning teams as well, you know, AFC championships, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, you know, you're trying to draw from them as well and make sure that you want them to instill their knowledge and, you know, what got them to that level on the guys that we have here, you know. So just seeing guys compete and seeing the the way the guys are going to jail because that's always a question mark. And mm-hmm. you, you never know how that's going to go. But so far, it's, it's been a good been a good group. Great to hear. Well, it's great catching up with you, learning a little bit more about you and your journey, and excited to kind of see what happens this season. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It's always fun to find out what players do after they're done playing, and it seems like Moore just took advantage of an opportunity last summer and didn't give the Saints another option than to add him in. The Saints will be back on the field next week, Tuesday through Thursday, for another round of OTAs. The week after, it's mini camp. That will be open to the public, so you can check out details at NewOrleansSaints.com. Figure out how you can attend. Thanks for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast today. Make sure you subscribe to Apple iTunes so you don't ever miss an episode. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at Aaron E. Summers throughout the summer as we gear up for the 2022 season. Have a great weekend, Saints fans. Talk to you next week.